ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the MegaCast. What's up, Ted? What up, Mix? Oh, you know. Happy to be here. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Feeling pretty good. Yeah. Sun's shining. Yep. Calves are burning. Oh, did you get some legs in today? No. Sunday. And I'm still paying for it. I, yeah. So I go to wrestling training on Sundays, and uh, our trainer's uh, Ethan HD. Great Is this wrestler. the three, 300 squats? Yeah, no, you know, in all fairness, this time he took it easy on us. He only had us do 200 squats. But you guys are getting soft. Then put in 100 jump squats. Oh. I've done jump squats before. We've done like 50, and it's fine. 100 jump squats seems fine at the time because we do 200 straight, no breaks, right? Do regular squats, 200, boom. Then we do 40 jump squats, take maybe 40 to 50 seconds. Which is so 30. short. It is, dude. It's like that, 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 that justifies a break? No. Do another 30, so we finish up with 100. Felt fine. Then we do our wrestling. You know, and The whole idea for him is like get cardio in. Also, get used to wrestling when you're blown up, when you're tired. When you're tired. Because it's very rare that you're going to be wrestling when you're 100% feeling great. Like, just you need to be able to do these moves when you're gasping for air because you're putting someone else's life on your, in, in, uh, in your hands and you better be able to pull this off. So, anyways, do all that. Everything's fine. Next day, yeah, I'm a little sore. It's the two day mark. So, Tuesday, I wake up and I try and take that first step down my stairs from my bedroom. And I swear I thought I was going to crumble. My, te- my calves are so tight. Yeah. So tight. And this morning, even worse. Like, and I've been stretching them. I mean, they, they feel better right now when I, you know, as the day goes on. But, dude, I'm, ca- you know, I usually, my ritual in the mornings, I know everyone wants to know, and it's finally, I'm going to share it with you guys. Uh, I, I carry Lulu out of the bed, and then I walk down the steps, and we go outside, put her down. She goes and does her pottying. And while she's trying to pee and poop, I do 100 squats. All right. That's like our routine, right? And usually it takes about 100 squats before she's finished sniffing and Oh, I pee. Spinning around. Yeah. Oh, gosh. T- chasing her tail. Like, it's a, you got to do that stuff. At its best, I get 70 in and, and, and she's done. Like, All that's right. how I time Lulu. That first step down, I thought we were both going to go down the steps. I was like, I don't, I had to like do one step at a time, like a cripple. Oh. Yeah. So, I will say, uh, like, Deadlifts are all right, like squats tear up your legs, but yep. then trying try and soccer stuff, like there was some inside of my thighs where I was just like, I don't even know, I'm not sure how to stretch that, I just know that really, really hurts. But same thing, like the next day I was like, oh, I'm good. Yep. Like two days later, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't walk. Right? It's that two day mark, man. It's like, that's when your body hates you. Yeah. And uh, I got a game this weekend. Ooh, it was a uh, season opener? Season opener. Who are you guys playing? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> What's the name of your team? The Flying Hellfish? The Flying Hellfish? Yeah, it's a Simpson reference. Oh, okay. Right. I don't know. Yeah. When's the last time you watched The Simpsons? I don't. Yeah. So I just, I, it was The Simpsons theme, so I'm, I'm Lovejoy. You're Lovejoy? Yeah. What number are you? I think I won 75. Nice. Yeah. I still go with my old football number for some reason. <laughs> yeah, you don't see a lot of 75s in soccer, do you? You don't. You don't. <laughs> but it's not my real last name either, so. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> what are the jersey colors? Steve, I haven't really worried about that stuff too much. Just worried. What is the fun of playing rec sports if you don't come up with the gear, man? Dude, I am just happy to play. Like, literally, he's like, all right. Because these have been, like, league-wide open practices. And then this week, so for the there's two two games every weekend, right? Okay. So the first game, though, is just a full team practice. Okay. It's not actually a game. So he's like, all right, soccer players, like, where do you want to play? And some people are like, I like this spot. I, like I go, I've played keeper and indoor. Like, I'd rather not play keeper, but, like, 
it basically I'll be I, your backup. I just ended it with just just I'm ready to learn. Just put me in. <laughs> yeah, right. Wherever you want me, as long as it's not balls being thrown at my kicked at my face. Yeah. So then basically the same thing happened with like the jerseys. I was like, all right, yeah, cool, whatever. Here's my number. Here's my name. Yeah. XL. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. You would be great if you're like, oh, what's the color scheme? I need to know. I'm getting matching shin guards. Yeah, right? Oh, and my shinnies are the worst. Oh, I bet. They're like the old little kid ones that have like the Velcro. I got to get new ones. You got to get custom ones. Yeah. With your face on them. Well, dude, my buddy... Or fishes. Used to work for... uh, uh, You know what? Man, I probably should have said his name. Anyhow, he used to work for... You want me to bleep his name out? Sure. Okay. He he used to work for... Watch, I forget like when I forgot to bleep out the curse in the last episode. Did you? I I fixed it afterwards, but I got a couple of uh, messages. Thank you, Mega Family, for alerting me that I left that F-bomb from Foulmouth Grace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So my buddy... He used to work for Nike corporate, so he's like, dude, we could customize all these boots and everything. And I'm like, nah, let, let, let me go out there yes. and play some. I just don't want to be guy in like the coolest gear that has no idea what he's doing. Oh, he's not going to outfit the whole team? No. <laughs> oh, because you know everyone brings something to the table, like in rec sports. You got the guy who always brings the beer. You got the guy who takes charge of all the jerseys and gets them looking cool. Like, I was, uh, for more, more often than not, with the donkeys, I was the guy that made sure we got the jerseys. You're the kit guy. Yeah. So I made right. sure like, I got us some sponsors. Okay, we'll be BJ sponsored it a couple times, but you know, and then I designed them or myself or Ogle, we worked together on that. And then I found a place to get them done, got them done. Dude, I tried with sponsors. Uh, Uli's was ready to sponsor it, but then our team already had a sponsor. Who's the sponsor? Uh, Max that like runs the league. He has a photography company. So his. <laughs> I think it's this guy, Max. He just has a lot of money and just felt like sponsoring the team. Yeah. And I'm not sure how expensive it is to sponsor a team in a public <laughs> Well, then doesn't the sponsor cover all the kits, right? I don't know. I paid to be in the league. Oh. Yeah. See, I don't know, man. I feel like you guys, you need a consultant. I should be a rec league consultant. You should be. Because typically, I've always thought that the sponsor covered the cost of the jerseys, at least in hockey, and then they get their logo on the jersey. Huh. We had a team in our rec league, uh, in the beer league, one time wanted to get sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings, so they named ourselves... The Buffalo Wild Wings, and it never got sponsored. They never got sponsored. (laughs) I think that was a rather aggressive attempt. Yeah. Because, like, one team sponsored by, like, Sparkle Donkeys. They have, like, a cool drinking name. Dude, you know how we uh, we wanted to get sponsored by Sparkle Donkey? Oh, no kidding. They never responded to us. Oh, I wish you told me that. What a perfect alignment. Sparkle Donkey and the Donkeys. So what do I do for the first game? Do I show up with beer? Yes. Do I buy beer afterwards for people? Well, do you guys go to a pub after? I'm not, I mean, I assumed it's a pub league, and the first week is great because it's right behind my house. Oh, yeah. I don't know how it works in uh, soccer. I don't know. In hockey, a lot of times the beer drinking happens in the locker room, but you don't have a locker room. You just have a bench, right? Right. Or do you even have a bench, or is it just like you just kind of hang out on the grass? They were just hanging out on the grass. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know how often people bring beers to those kind of situations. Somebody did tweet me, like, remember, it's a pub league, and, like, they put in, like, parentheses, we follow all the rules and this and that, and then it was like, but we do enjoy beers after. So I was like, maybe this is just a subtle, like, bring beer and red cups. Oh. Yeah, dude, you might want to talk to somebody. I don't know how it works when it comes to an outdoor sporting event. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, softball, people bring coolers. They do. Yeah, so, we played rec softball. Yeah. I say bring something. How many players are on the team? 12. All right, so maybe a couple, uh, twelve, maybe like a 12-pack or two? Yeah. Bring some red Solo cups? Yeah. 
you know what? I'm just going to load up the 65-inch Yeti. And just go in. And just roll it, just like slam it down. Like, I got 100 Miller lights, 100 Bud lights, 100 Coors lights. We're not leaving. So this team wins a game or drinks these beers. <laughs> and they're like, Ted, we're cutting you. We have to work tomorrow. Right? Like, and, it's Sunday. There's yeah. 12 of us. You want us to drink 300 beers? Chuck got a DUI last week in the game because of you, Ted. <laughs> all right. All right. Chuck's out. I'll play keeper again. <laughs> That would be so great. You aggressively show up in a cooler just stocked with alcohol. And yeah. they're all like, we're just going to go to a bar after the game, dude. It's cold out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, we want to go sit inside and get food. And I just have the cooler. Yeah. Well, I brought liquor, too. Yeah, maybe ask a teammate, like, how does this work? Do we bring, do we bring beer to the games? You know, like, yeah. what, what's, what's the protocol? What's and protocol? if not, then buy a p- couple pitchers. Yeah, or maybe it's like a thing where, like, everybody just brings, like, 122 for them. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely check with somebody. <laughs> I feel like you're going to show up way too aggressive with your alcohol. I am, but there's part of me that wants to sit there. I'm I got jello shots too, bitches. Right? I just want to sit there in the sunlight. It's, you know, I'm tired. My my boots are off. My, my feet are just enjoying the sun, and I'm just drinking a beer like a real athlete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, typically I see, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers when he's not out there and Green Bay's defense is out there. He's just sitting back on the bench crushing beers. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, like real athletes, we need to get our heart racing, our blood pumping and our brain functioning. Ted, I got a question for you. I want to see. I want to know what you think of this. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like um, uh, put together a potential new entrance music. If I ever like, you know, need, I don't know. I'm just like, I'll play it. Like, I, I kind of want to use a Weezer song as an entrance song if uh, for a certain promotion, possibly in the future. All right. Just because I feel like there's like that sing songy thing, and I feel like there's people that go to these shows that would appreciate a Weezer song and they would get into it. But I don't want to go with your run of the mill Weezer song. So I All found right. a remix, and I'm curious what you think of it. All right. I should say out of the gate. I'm not the world's biggest Weezer fan. That's fine. That's All fine. Right. All right. But just imagine, though, I'm in a place where there's pro- potentially a lot of Weezer fans. All right. That, that's just my gut instinct that people that go to this wrestling event are fans of Weezer. I don't know why, but that's just what I'm assuming. Is there chicks there, too? Yes. All right, good. All right, so this is what I was thinking. So this is our, our chance to get our... We did all that. Let's get our 10 push-ups in. Hopefully my calves will hold up, but we here you go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, I'm feeling this one. All right, let's get tense. I know it made us go so much quicker. It did. It's like, because this part came in, it was like, oh, man. All right, all right. Your face is red. My face is red. I'm ready to run through a wall, brother. That would be dope. I don't know. I feel like the crowd would sing along, but it's got a different vibe than just your typical Weezer song. Yeah. Yeah, 
I mean, if it's Friday, Saturday night, I'd be fired up. Yeah. A couple beers are in you. Yeah. You just hey, there's, the... there's five, Steve. Yeah. All right, there's five beers. There's maybe, a shot of whiskey. Maybe 12. You just finished a pub game. <laughs> Dad, is there beer in your water bottle? <laughs> yeah. I thought this was a public. Tech Talks. Starring. Oftentimes, TED Talks are inspirational. Today, I have a simple poem for you. <laughs> what? You have to crush the music, Steve. This is a poem. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Spring is sprung. The grass is riz. I wonder where the flowers is. It's the first day of spring. Dude, great day. Beautiful weather. I bless people with a poem. You are, I I feel blessed. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag, uh, Ted is Thoreau? Is that a poet? Um, I don't, E.E. Cummings. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, can we not name one famous poet? E. E. Cummings. All right. I'm pretty sure this this Thoreau guy was. Is it, po- like, is it, is it George Thoreau? Not George Thorgood. He, I mean, he's considered a poet. <sighs> yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't know. It's something Thoreau. Jesus. Somebody. Edgar Allan Thoreau? No, it's Edgar Allan Poe. Somebody, somebody's got to be ripping their headphones out now. Like, what is he talking about, the author? The, David Thoreau? That's not right. Thur- How do you spell it? I have no idea. <laughs> Jesus, this is awful. Let me ask Siri. Siri, is there a poet named Thoreau? Here's what I found on the web for is there a poet named Viral? No, not Viral. <clears throat> Thoreau. Is there a poet named Thoreau? Okay. I found this on the Henry web. David Thoreau. Poet Boom! Thoreau. Tell us, okay, is he a poet? Siri, tell us about Henry David Thoreau. Okay, check it out. He was an American essayist, poet, philosopher, naturalist, yogi, and historian. All right. A leading transcendentalist, Thoreau is best known for his book Walden, a reflection upon simple living in natural surroundings. This is your kind of guy. Oh, yeah. He's not alive anymore. He died back in 1862. Mm. Hmm. I don't know why I said that. I don't know either. I was about to say 1862 was a good year. That's like, no, it's not. That's right in the middle of the Civil War. That was a bad year for everybody. It's a tough go. Right? Like, good Lord. Bro, so, um, speaking of poets, okay, not, but lyricists, do you pay much attention to the lyrics of hit songs? Are you a lyricist? Are you a lyrics guy? I mean, you know my theory on this, right? No, I don't. So when you're in a good mood, you hear the music. When you're in a bad mood, you hear the lyrics. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, because something happened today in the office that completely blew my mind. Now, I am not much of a lyric guy, although you're right. If I'm like in the middle of a breakup, every song relates, man. Yeah. Every song. I mean, but, it depends on the song, right? Like if, if, it's a, if there's a Mac Miller song I like, I might learn the lyrics just because I like them. Yeah. And so I you, think so you can rap along with it. Yeah. That's funny. I was in the gym today listening to Mac Miller. Nice. Loud. Loud and Trump. Oh. So you she probably want an autograph, then she better bring say, a pen. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 
So there's a song that we play here on KSW. It's by the band Heart. Everybody knows Heart, of course. Yeah, um, of course. And, and it's a song called Magic Man. All right. So Ryan Castle comes into the office and goes, I bet people don't realize what this song's about. And I'm like, I have no idea what this is about. And apparently the song is about a woman trying or a girl, a teen, I don't know, a young, a young adult trying to convince her mom that the guy she's hanging out with is good to her because he's a good lover. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, try to understand, Mama. He's a magic man. And then like, I cast my spell of love on you. You don't have to love me yet. Let's get high for a while, but try to understand. Try, try, try to understand. He's a magic man. Oh, here it goes. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. What a weird. Yeah, I mean, look, a lot of lyrics and songs, frankly, are are going to be problematic if you yeah. want to look at them. So I, I found a bunch of songs that were, um, they're uh, popular songs with really troubling lyrics. All right. So I'm going to throw a couple of these out there. I found ones that are popular, so we don't have to play the song. I think people, so most I can, people. I got to guess the song. Oh, no. Okay. I'll, oh. I'll tell you the song. Maybe you could tell me what you think it is. Come on, Eileen. You know that. Come on, Eileen. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I thought so, we were going more recent popular. <laughs> okay, we'll get to some more. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> come on, Eileen. Oh, I swear what he means. Oh, come on. Let's take off everything. That pretty red dress. Eileen, tell him yes. So basically the song is a guy, a guy who brought all his friends to put the pressure on poor Eileen to give him what he wants. To have sex with him. Yes. All right. All right. How about this one? I can't feel my face. The weekend. I mean, the song apparently, to me, has always been about uh, cocaine. But it's a big hit at the Kids' Choice Awards back in 2016. Yeah, it's, I mean, I love that song. Right. Someone says the, the weekend isn't about being numb for love, but from drugs. Yeah, I mean, he spells it out in the lyrics. But I'm not a lyric guy. Yeah, all right. So I guess I do listen to some lyrics. Okay. Uh, okay, this is an old song, but you remember The Police? Yeah, of course. Every Breath You Take. Big hit for them. Every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching I'll you. be watching you. Yeah, that sounds creepy. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just watching this chick. It says, I'm almost positive this is the definition of being a stalker. Ladies, if he does this, you might need to look into a restraining order. Yeah. Uh, Escape, the Pina Colada song. Oh. You like Pina Colada. Yeah, I just heard about this one. This one's insane. Is it about him trying to tell some chick? It's all about people trying to get laid, right? But like questionably? Yeah, it's about a guy who's tired of being with his wife. So he decides, I'm going to cheat on her. And he put an ad in the paper to hook up. Or he went to the paper to look for somebody maybe putting an ad, like a misconnect, like a stranger. You know, right, like, but then it's the wife. And so he connects with the person, they meet up, and it turns out that person is his wife. Both <sighs> of them were trying to cheat on each other. Maybe all along they should have cheated with each other. What about La Macarena? I have no idea. I didn't know this. Well, one I don't either. speak a ton of Spanish either, which is shocking. I always thought you did. Yeah, it's an easy dance, of course, and everybody knows it. it's a fun song to do. It's about cheating on your boyfriend with two different dudes. Well, yeah, sure, I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, my Sharona by the Knack. Uh, it's a grown man showing off his teenage girlfriend. There's a lot of crazy songs about teenagers back in those days, all the time. I mean, Kiss, Christine, sixteen. Yeah, I mean. You know, it's a tough thing. But at the end of the day, sorry. Like, you take a 20, 21-year-old chick. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> What about Winger? 
17. Right, so they were Daddy going below she's the line. Young, but, but it's she's old enough for me. Yeah, that's why college chicks are always going to look super hot. They're 21. Like, they haven't, like, like, it just is what it is. And then my favorite. Now, oh. granted, these dudes are writing songs about it. You know what I mean? Like, right. And nobody even said, hey, red flag. How about you say, uh, Christine, 18? No, because everybody back then was doing the same thing. I mean, Beatles wrote about it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a, that doesn't excuse it. I'm just saying you can't deny, time. right? And you can't deny that. Sorry, like a college girl is always going to look very attractive. I mean, people click on those thumbnails for a reason, right? And it's just kind of evolution too, right? How about Billy Joel's "Only the Good Die Young"? Apparently, it's about convincing a Catholic virgin to sleep with him. Yeah, dude, I got one for you. Okay, yeah. you know Kate Upton. Yeah, right. So yeah, I, she I, with uh, Verlander, right? Right. So Kate Upton, the first year she was in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, like sometimes when they have the pictures, they'll put like a big quote, not like the little text. Yeah. And it was from the photographer who was a woman, but it still seemed kind of bad to me. And it said, Kate's body is just so perfect because she's 17. And I was like, I know that's another woman saying that, but that still seems creepy. Still sounds really creepy, man. Yes. Oh, gosh. Dude, you know, it's like uh, James Ellsworth, that wrestler guy from the formerly of the WWE, and then he got like popped for like Snapchatting with underage girls. I don't know if you ever heard that story. I don't know. He still has a social media preference, and I don't understand. I mean, uh, uh, presence, and I don't understand why he does. Like everything he posts, it doesn't matter. He could be posting, I'm helping an old lady cross the street, and then someone will comment, Well, when are you going to meet up with that underage girl, James? And it's like, dude, just, just. Tuck your tail between your legs and leave. And just don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, stop. Just stop, man. Get help and get off of social media. Dude, I, no offense to any high schoolers that might listen, but like, I, I won't We have a fo- big high school following. I won't follow them back. No. No. You know? No. Like, I'm just like, no, sorry. You get to college, we can, we can play on social media. But like, if you're in high school, we're not tweeting. I can't remember who it was, dude. Crap. There was like some, I can't remember if it was a wrestler or a rock star. It might have been a rock star. I can't remember who it was, though. And he was like like being kind of creepy talking to chicks that were like 17. All right. And But he would find out when their birthday was and like start writing them the week before they turned 18. Like almost like oh. set it up. And I'm like, dude. Yeah, that that's over the line. Wait a week. Yeah. And even though that's kind of, I mean, the guy was in his like, you know, 20s or whatever. But still, like, wait a week, man. Yeah, like right. There's just social. There's just social standards. Right. Nobody's gonna clown on you if you're 26 and you're hanging out with an 18 year old. No. Just wait. Oh, I mean, maybe somebody will, but you know what I mean. For the most yeah. part, no. Wait a week at least. Yeah, that that's super creepy. It's very very creepy. All right. Well, why don't we take a quick break? All right. All right. When we come back, we got a new megacast listener. All right. All the way from Wyoming. They live here now, but they they discovered our podcast, and they love it so much that they want to know if they should be mad. All right. Excellent. It's been a minute since we've done Should I Be Mad? So the Megacast will return. Ted and Steve need a minute to practice giving each other the figure four leg lock. The Megacast will be back. Everyone 
everyone's involved in a bracket. Well, now you can participate in the bracket to end all brackets. The bracket bracket. A bracket to bracket brackets for welders, contractors, do-it-yourselfers. That brackets the architectural elements for fixing one part to another, broken down into categories, structural or decorative. So which is better? Which is sturdier? Steel, iron, wood, stone, plaster, metal? Which will be the big winner? L-shaped, horizontal, vertical, wall-mounted, maybe adjustable shelving with the big upset. It's not really gambling. It's just good fun. And it holds up. Bracket joke. The bracket bracket. Enter today at bracket.bracket slash bracket backslash bracket.com. I know you missed them. I personally don't give a shit if they come back. The mega cast is back. Is that the ruler's back? No, it's Uncle Ricky. Uncle Ricky Tell children's story. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's like a blatant ripoff. Oh, I thought that's what this was. No, this is like one of those uh, production library songs that... But I don't know if you've ever noticed that. Sometimes like, you'll watch a commercial and you're like, oh, that's a White Stripe song. That's Seven Nation Army. But it's not Seven Nation Army. Like they change yeah. it just enough so they don't have to pay the licensing fees. All right. But it sounds a lot like it. Like Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb's wrestling at Ring of Honor. And All right. for the longest time on the indie circuit, he would come out to a corn song. Um, I can't remember the song. And when he would come out to that corn song, hey, it's coming on. Now with Ring of Honor, because of licensing things, he can't come out to that. But if you listen to his song, it's exactly the same. It's, it's just, just different. different notes. But I wonder if I could find the Jeff Cobb um, entrance song and just give you an idea. Because it's pretty funny how much it, I mean, it even has like the breakdowns. Yeah, it's what I heard that. I was like, oh, Slick Rick. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Ricky. That's yeah. one of the, I love that record. That song's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I blew somebody's mind last night. I put on some Gangstar. And they were like, I've never heard this. And I was like, yeah, man. Dude, have you um, watched uh, Creed 2? No. I haven't seen Creed. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm terrible with movies. Creed? Have you watched Cricket Fever on Netflix yet? I have not. About the Mumbai Indians? No. I've been, I mean, it's on my queue. Yeah. <sighs> Creed 2, first time he comes out, I think it was one of the first boxing matches he has in the movie, the music that he comes out to, Icon. Oh, the, the for Jane real? Smith song. No kidding. Yes. That's I like, awesome. I was like, this song sounds familiar. This song, oh, that's Ted's Jam. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. I, yeah, they don't have the Jeff Cobb one, but it's pretty much a corn ripoff. It's pretty funny. All right. So I, I always love when like they do that. They they change it just enough so they don't get sued, but it's like very apparent that it's a ripoff. Yeah. So right before uh, we came back, we were just talking that we're both getting hit with the allergies. Oh, man. Yeah. There's a couple of weeks in the spring and a couple of weeks in the fall. I just get crushed. Yeah, I used to never get allergies until I moved out here, and it's only about five years ago, and I was like, like I'm not sick, but my eyes are burning, I'm sniffling, and so I was like, you have allergies. I'm like, no, I don't. I've never had allergies, and like everything that you're explaining, you're, you're explaining to a T allergies. I'm like, well, it just feels like someone has like a fan just like on high shooting into my eyeballs. Like, yeah, that's allergies. I'm like, huh. Well, how about that? So now every once in a while I get them and I always freak out because I think I'm getting sick because I, I never grew up with allergies. No. Well, and most people don't know this. I might blow your mind, too. But like I did the same thing. I went to the doctor and I was like, but I don't get allergies. And he's like, OK. First thing you need to understand is allergies develop over time. And he's like, right. He's like, you probably did. Probably didn't have them as a child. But he's like, now you're an adult. You live in a different place. Like you have them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So a lot of people. So a lot of people don't have allergies, right? But then you develop them. So you probably never had them until never. five years ago. Never. I never had them on the East Coast either. So at first I thought something weird's going on with my eyes. I'm like, why are they burning? Why is this happening? Why do I have this uncontrollable urge to rub them? Yeah. Which I made the mistake last night right before going to bed. 
Oh, God. I don't know if there's anything that feels so good, but also you know it's just going to prolong the pain. But man, when you're digging in, it feels oh, so nice. Like, dig, dig, dig. You're like, oh, yes. And then once you're done, oh, it's worse now. You know what I need for allergy season? I need dog cones around my around my hands so I can't, I can't rub them, right? Because I'm like a dog. <laughs> or maybe I just need a cone around my head so I can't rub my eyes. But I'd probably, you know, that's what I need. I, I would pay good money to hit the bars with Ted as he's trying to drink a beer with dog cones around his hands. <laughs> right. Can I get a straw? You got to go to Starbucks and get that giant straw? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got an email from Teresa. Teresa. And she wants to know if she should be mad. All right. She said she recently moved to Tacoma from Wyoming, and I just discovered your podcast. As my coworker said that you two are the S. Thanks. I love the men's room and BJ and Miggs, and he was wrong. No, he was right. That would have been funny. She's like, no, he's wrong. These guys suck. Yeah. I've been uh, binging past episodes, and I love the Should I Be Mad segment. I have one for you guys and Grace, LOL. Well, I don't know. I think Grace is really... She's, uh, she's, she's crazy, man. Yeah, you don't want her opinion. I left behind a guy that I've been dating for eight months. Uh, it sounds like they're still together, though. Over Christmas, I went back home and did some bar hopping with my boyfriend and some of my best girlfriends that he'd never met. He was one guy, four girls. I've seen those thumbnails. Yeah. <laughs> And it was pretty new for him because he says he doesn't really have any friends that are female. We had an amazing time, and my girlfriends told him that he's welcome to party with them anytime that he wants. I told him that it would be so awesome to have him and them all become close. Well, he took them up on the offer, and they started what became what had become an almost weekly happy hour with them. My girlfriends always text me afterwards to say how funny and cute he is, and now they make sure no other girls are coming around. At first, it was fine. But now I'm growing less comfortable with it. He's even hung out with two of these girls one-on-one. I feel like I'm a hypocrite if I now tell him I want him to stop hanging out with them. But I feel like I'm totally justified, right? Should I be mad from Teresa? (sighs) Oh, you made your bed, baby. Yeah, I mean, you made the bed. And then also, like, you got to, I mean, didn't you trust your friends in the beginning? Yeah. So... Now, granted, if somebody messes up and, and crosses a line there, you should be super pissed. But I, I don't know if he doesn't have. I mean, does he have? I, I guess I would wonder too. Does he have his own friends? I, mean, I get he said he doesn't have a ton of female friends. I'd imagine he's got guy friends if he had to make it specific that he doesn't have female friends. Yeah, and I, mean, look, I don't know. I, I mean, I have had so many conversations with so many women about this. Like, I, I am still not positive. Like, he's with you, so mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I'm still not positive where I sit on the the line of can can a single guy and a single girl be friends for first after a certain amount of time does somebody develop something else for somebody else you know what I mean yeah I want like yeah. most of the female friends I have are either married or in committed relationships so there's 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 no chance right there's a definitive line so you, like, right. in your head mentally like this person has no gender Right. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times I'll have like female friends that are like female, uh, female friends that are female. It's crazy, Ted. Yeah. I mean, they're real females. But like that are in a, even back in my single days. But if they were in a relationship, I never was like, okay, well, they're just, they're just one of the dudes. But you're right. Like there are times where you hang out with somebody of the opposite sex and you start getting these feelings that you weren't expecting. And it's like, okay, uh, hopefully they have them too. Otherwise it's going to be awkward. Yeah. And I've seen it both ways, right? I've seen the guy do it. I've seen the woman do it. Like, I, and I know women get all fired up about this. People, like, why can't they just be friends? I'm like, I, I mean, look, I, in a perfect world, you're absolutely you're right. right. Yeah. You're right, but I'm just telling you, like, so I think that's fine because he's still with her. Mm-hmm. You know. Now, granted, if he starts spending all his time with one specific friend, then maybe you ask something. And don't you think though the other friends would have your? I mean, you would hope have your back and let you know, like, hey, Teresa. 
Your dude's hanging out with Sally a lot more than the rest of us. Yeah. I wonder, like, what would happen? Or, or they'd be like, man, Sally, this guy's more for you than Teresa. Let's... I doubt that. I doubt that. I, I watch too many soap operas. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I think... Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a tough one, but I, I think you're fine. I think they're just having fun. Plus, also, it'll probably calm down in a little bit. There are four people who all like to drink. Yeah. You're the mutual friend. They all have a bond with you. Yeah. So the first few months they hang out is going to be awesome. It's, also, you know what? It might just be something as simple as your friends are telling him some funny stories about you back in the day. 100%. This, you is, know? this is his way of staying close to you. Yeah. It also could be that 100%. And they're all looking out for him. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, you know what? As we talk this out, I don't think you should be mad at all. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I... Now, granted, I... Trust your friends. Trust your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, that's the whole thing. I'm and don't click on those thumbnails on Pornhub. Yeah, but I'm trying to think if I've done this. I'm trying to think of a female or a girl I dated and then became like tight with one of her friends. No, I've never. Yeah. I. It came close with one, but then just life, we just kind of went our separate ways. Like, we stayed friends after the relationship I was in. This is back when I, like... I, I based things off of like where I was in my career. It was like early days of the end. All right. And I was dating, dating this girl. And she had a couple of female friends that were cool. Like, And one was like really awesome, but we she lived in Bremerton, so we never saw her. And then she had another friend. Her name was Angel. And she was rad. Like She was just a blast, right? All right. And then after my relationship ended... Her and I still would go out to like concerts or like just we ran into one each other one time like oh my gosh I haven't seen you forever and we just hang out every once in a while and but honestly dude in my head I was kind of hoping that more would happen <laughs> so I mean it wasn't really necessarily I was looking but I mean I was totally content with being her friend it wasn't like I was like I don't want to hang out with her if she doesn't want to have sex with me or be my you know be romantic with me but that's like the closest it's ever come to like where I was friends with somebody after a relationship ended with their friends yeah and I'm just racking my brain like. You know, I have female friends that are married or whatever. They're kind of like you. Like, we might sit mm-hmm. there till one in the morning drinking. Yeah. And it's fine. But I, I just don't know that I would do that with a single girl that we're just buddies. And none of Sid's, all of, her, all of Sid's female friends are awesome. Like, yeah. you, and you know, Jenny and, yeah. you know, and a few of our other female friends that I've met could not be cooler people. And I always have fun when we go to like their house parties or we meet up at dinner or whatever it may be. I never even thought once of the idea of like, oh, we could, hang, we could all hang out even just as friends if, if my wife wasn't around. Yeah, it's just never really registered. I don't even like, and I even like their like their significant others, whether it be boyfriends or husbands. Yeah, I never once even thought about hanging out with them as friends outside of my. And I get along with them great. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, he's in a different spot too because he's still in Wyoming. But you man, know, honestly, if it's not Ted, I just don't hang out with dudes. Yeah. I'm just well, dude, I'm racking my brain now. Like, I've kept a male friend before that I met through a girlfriend. Uh huh. But I'm trying to think. Like, no. I, I mean, I'm sure. I don't have a single <laughs> male or female friend that came from a past relationship. I don't know what that says about me. I ha- Yeah. I have two that came from a relationship, but that's it. Hmm. Man. Maybe I need to talk to someone about this. What, like, what's no, going? you're all right. Am I all right? Should yeah. I be mad? No, you all shouldn't right. be. Whew. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to picture me. God, we're not helping her. Now I'm like, man, this is weird. I'm trying to picture me going out with like my, my girlfriend's friends, and it's just me and them. Like, like I'm sure it has stopped when we said you shouldn't be mad. Yeah, I know. But we are making this worse. We are. Yes, I'm racking my brain. Like I'm sure I went out and got drinks with with one of her friends, but huh. 
Um, what do we want to do? Do we want to talk about, about being psycho exes or do we want to talk about the little pleasures in life, Ted? Let's talk about the little pleasures in life. Okay. All right. There was a story that came out. Um, I'm going to start with the morning pee. That, honestly, I don't even, I haven't looked at this list. That should be number one. All right. Here's a question I've been dying to ask on the men's room, but nobody else thinks it's worthy. Okay. What do you think? Like, we always have a poll question on Thursdays, and I always want our poll question. More satisfying pee. Like, the caffeine pee, you've had two cups of coffee. Okay. Uh, the, I've been drinking 10 light beers a day, uh, or after a long car ride. Ooh, I would put morning pee and after a long car ride almost neck and neck. Especially when you're going from Seattle to Puyallup. All right. don't necessarily want to pull over All right. to go pee. And, you know, if I, depending on how much water I'm drinking, I'm trying to drink more water. Yeah. There's, sometimes I hit around Federal Way and I'm like, man, there better not be traffic. I'm pretty sure I could get home with no traffic. And, and we it, all know there is. It always. There's always traffic, Yeah, you man. cruise right, right by that about Pacific wa- area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, man, I'm going to go after getting out of a car traffic as number one, very close second morning pee. All right. I think, honestly, I think the caffeine one. Because on Mondays, sometimes I have an appointment in the early in the morning that I got to keep. Mm-hmm. So I'll have like an extra cup of coffee. And then I feel like by the time I get to work, I'm like, I have got to go. I have got yeah. to go. The worst is the broke the CLP early in the night and you're getting wasted. Yeah. Because there's been times where we've even hung out. Like there's been times that summer meltdown where I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom again, guys. Oh, yeah. That's like the worst. Once you break it and then it's like, I know we're going to be up till four in the morning. And it's just, it's unbearable. It's times. constant. And, and it's not even like you go pee, and like 40 minutes later, you got to go, not even, you got to go pee again, and you're peeing like as if you never peed before. Right. Well, the other problem, too, is at festivals, is like it's hot out and stuff. So not only are we crushing beers, we're also crushing just crushing water. water. Yeah. Like, at a, like, there's sometimes you're at a show. I remember last year during, uh, uh, what was Friday night? Big Gigantic. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of sweating, and this one guy's just like, you need to drink some water. So I, like, crushed, like, three cups. But you're right. And then you don't even think about it. You're like, I'm just staying hydrated. But, man, those morning ones are the worst. Uh, At Burning Man, I remember one of the neighbors was like, hey, man, I know you guys like beer, but remember, you got to ride, like, four blocks to the nearest bathroom. Like, I would go easy on the beer. And we're like, no, 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 we'll be fine. I was like, I get what he's saying now. Yeah. Yeah, once you realize you got to go a distance. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the nice thing about having a summer meltdown, having your RV yeah. Because more often than not, we didn't use it as a bathroom. Yeah. But sometimes at like four in the morning and you're already in bed and you're like, I don't really feel like walking through the campgrounds because I'm going to run into some random strangers and the night's going to continue. Yeah. So I kind of just want to pee real quick. And like, right. If people have never been to festivals, especially in that RV, there's a certain point where it's nice that like you've, you've gone horizontal. You're out of like the clothes you've been wearing for hours on end. Just like in boxers. Right, just in boxers. You finally kicked off your shoes. It's like, God damn it, do I have to put on shoes or flip flops to go stand in a icky Right. Yeah. My feet are clean ish. Yeah. Ish. All right, so here's number one of uh, the little pleasures in life according to this list. Being able to just hang out on the couch and watch TV. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. That's my favorite thing. Honestly, I look forward to it even today. Once I get home, because I already worked out, so I don't have to worry about that. I'm going home. I'm putting on wrestling. Lulu's going to be right by my side, and we're going to just do that until my wife comes home. Yeah. And then we watch what she wants to watch until she passes out on my lap, and then the little things in life continue, the little pleasures, and I put back wrestling on. Yeah. Yeah. So I- yeah, like last night, man, I got home at like 8.30, 8.45, had a pot roast, some vegetables in the crock pot. You had a pot roast? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, dude, it was. I forgot how good those are. Gosh, I haven't had pot roast in forever. Yeah, man. 
Uh, yeah, I had a pot they don't roast. They really have vegan pot roast out there. They don't. No. Yeah, it's funny, man. I almost brought some in today. I could have mic'd it up for you. Oh, I would have ate the hell out but of it. But you're right. Like, And then I ate my dinner, and then I just like put on a show I wanted to watch. Like, oh, look at me chilling on the couch. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I'd rather do that than be at a bar. Yeah. Um, okay, next one. Home-cooked meal. Well, that kind of goes hand in hand. That's what I just said, right? Honestly, the, I, I'm, and I love our meals, but everything's vegan. And every once in a while, I do want meat. So meat, a little pleasure is when we get to go and I get like chicken teriyaki. Yeah. Like there's nothing better because it's like once a week I get, I get to sit at home and eat meat. Yeah. Uh, shopping for yourself. You know, I don't shop a ton, but look, when I go to Nike Town and buy some new kicks, I have fun. You're pretty stoked. Okay. Yeah. Uh, reading a book. <laughs> I, don't need, I don't read a ton of books. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting an Audible. Yeah, me too. Because there's books I want to listen to, but I just yeah. I know I'm not going to sit there and read them. You know what? I just got. Uh, if anyone wants a podcast to listen to from time, I don't. I base it on the guests, but Conan O'Brien's got a podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. He just interviewed Michelle Obama. All right. And I already thought Michelle Obama was probably pretty cool, but you know, you only know her as the first lady of the United States. Yeah. She couldn't quite possibly be the coolest person in the world. Like, listening to her story, just how humble she is. And look, man, put aside whatever political thing it is that you got in your head. Just listen to this interview and like her whole mentality now is like, yeah, like people are like, do you want to run for president? Like, no, I like not having the R or a D attached to me anymore. Like, I just want to help everybody and I want everybody. Yeah. To, you know, I was just like, wow, that's a very cool and altruistic and awesome thing to think. And then she talked about like how tough it was for them. You know, like sometimes she would just sit in her car and just eat Chipotle. Because she just needed to have, I mean, the simple things in life, the little yeah. pleasures, you know, just that's like one moment where she's not surrounded by secret service. And she's like, you know, honestly, it sucked for us, but it sucked even more for our kids. Like yeah. the fact that they're, they handled it so well does not go unnoticed. She's like, you know, if my kids are like, mom, dad, aren't you coming to the parent teacher conference? And they'd be like, yeah, but you realize that or also bringing a whole cavalcade of secret service. Yeah, and, it's the president. Yeah, so it's like, man, you don't think about those things, but the, the interview was really cool. She was really lighthearted. And remember, those kids never worked for the government. Right. right. And, and then they even talked about how like they were very adamant, because you know, even though it's a, it's a, a government position, you have to pay for your own meals. It's not like you could just like scam the, the country and use the money to go buy your dinners. Like They had to use their money that they made as, you know, as a president, yeah, to pay for the meal. So, like, I guess, like, Barack loved this certain type of sushi, and they had it flown in, and it was amazing. He's like, I can have that every night. And Michelle's like, we had to pay for that. You can't have that every night. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. And they're talking about, like, toilet paper, how much, like, how much do we need to buy? What what could be constituted for um, being used for business reasons? And what could be constituted for using per- I'm like, this is insane. Like, I never thought about these things. No. Like, trying to be, like, an everyday family with a shopping list and what you can and can't buy as you're also the president and first lady of the United States. That just seemed mind-blowing. Yeah, if I was the president, it would be chaos. Yeah. I'd have buddies over. There's a bowling alley. There's a pool. We'd be using all that stuff. Doing keg stands. Yeah. You have a state of the union. Push it off till tomorrow. Uh, one more. We'll just do uh, indulging in dessert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite dessert? Ah, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. For years, it was a pint of Ben and Jerry's. But honestly, it's been I, it's been months since I've done that. Yeah. Trying to think. I think oh, it used to be the go-to is Molly Moon salted caramel. All but right. now it's salt and straw. They're, There's one right by my house. Dude. It's that amazing. Good? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's the best ice cream. In Have Seattle. you been to that fancy Cinnabon place? So it's not Cinnabon, but it's like cinnamon buns that they do like deluxe. 
I think BJ's buddy is the guy that has that that owns that place. Oh, because it's right around the corner from the Salt and Straw Hall on Capitol Hill. So I'm like, no. Here's I have three dessert places I have to try. Yeah, because there's a, a hot cakes by my house on I, one side. I've heard that's awesome. Yeah, I haven't gone in there yet. And then there's the Salt and Straw. Fantastic. And Best then ice cream. That, for whatever reason, though, the fancy Cinnabon, or i got to stop saying Cinnabon. It's not an official Cinnabon. Yeah. I, Cinnabon place. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but I'm pretty sure BJ's buddy is the guy it's that like runs Cine-crazy. it. It's like Cinnacrazy. Yeah, it's Cinnacrazy. It is. Seriously, it's something like that. Cintastic. Cintastic. <laughs> Cardinal Cinnabon. But honestly, if I had to say favorite, it'd probably be cookies. Cookies? Yeah. Oh, ice cream. I had a dream about cookies last night. Mm-hmm. And I was just so, like, now that we're saying this, like, oh my god, I, I was dreaming. Right I was now. dreaming about eating chocolate chip cookies last night. What the hell has happened? So chocolate chip. I like peanut butter with peanut butter chips. Oh, I'm old school. Oatmeal raisin or chocolate chip. What about Snickerdoodle? You like Snickerdoodle? I do like Snickerdoodle. Yeah, pretty freaking awesome. I just never think to grab them first. No, never, never. But when they're offered, I'll eat the f out of them, dude. You know what? Next time, you know what? I'll either order them or next time my mom comes out, I'll I'll get some of the burger cookies and then some of these uh, other ones that are little crispy ones. What the hell is a burger cookie? It's a company in Baltimore called Burger. They make these burger cookies, and it's like a thick cake cookie, uh-huh. and then they're each hand dipped in fudge. Oh my gosh! I mean, Steve, it is so sweet. You can I I swear to God, you can only eat like one or two. You get as stoned as you want. It's hard to eat these, but they are good. so good. Gosh, now. When we get done, just walk over there and ask either Miles or Thrill. They'll be like, oh my God. Burger cookies. Yeah. But then yeah. there's another company. Is it like Audubon's or something? That's like always, that's a Audubon. They make little small crispy, like kind of crisp ones. Ooh. So complete opposite. But I've, I, I like those too. Hmm. I, I'm excited about cookies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got to get out of here. All right. All right. You're right. I got to go do work. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And I got to eat some cookies. I kind of yeah. want to go to TJ's Deli and get some cookies. Do they sell cookies there? They do, but I thought they were homemade. And I was like, wow, these are so good. And then the other day I went there and I looked behind them and they're like QFC cookies that they take saran wrap and wrap. Oh. I'm on to them. But they're still really good. I still got them. All right, let's get 10 Mega Family. Um, Yeah, we're back next week. Yeah. Because we're off Monday and Tuesday, but we're back on Wednesday. We are. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I'll talk to you. We might have to do one on Thursday, too. Why is that? I don't know if this is good or bad, but OF is supposed to be in town. <laughs> so I, we'll figure we might we might have to bring him in just for like a segment. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Oh, we'll figure that one out. All right, let's get 10 mega family. Oh, oh the cab. Make them quick. Here we go. One, two, three, four. Yeah, if we ever want to crank out push-ups, we need to listen to this. All right, follow us on Twitter, at the Megacast. And you're all right, Wyoming. Don't be mad. Yes. Just an awful, evil human being. Yes.